It's a brief trip into the vortex today as we prepare for our next series of 2018. Meanwhile, on the Internet. Welcome to This Week in Time Travel for May the 8th. I'm Chip. I'm Alyssa, and after our marathon, nearly hour-long discussion of Peter Capaldi last week, uh, it's going to be a short, brief episode this week as we prepare for our next series of 2018, where we're going to be taking a deeper look into Doctor Who fandom. We've got a little bit of news here, and I suppose we could spend like 15, 20 30 hours talking about The Expanse, but I think our listeners are more interested in just, you know, Doctor Who. Quite possibly, yes. It is kind of, you know, the title of the show. This weekend was Free Comic Book Day, and Doctor Who was quite present because Titan Comics released their 2018 Free Comic Book Day special, looks ahead at several of their upcoming series, and then there's that last page. Then there is that last page. If you were on the internet about a week ago, you would have seen that some of the websites that were covering Free Comic Book Day broke the news that the comic for Doctor Who for Free Comic Book Day was going to have the first introduction to Jodie Whittaker's Doctor. And they released the page, as in the single page, the only page. And now I understand why there was a little bit of a collective on the internet because they literally just gave the whole thing away on the internet. It is still a very delightful issue from front to back. If you were lucky enough to get Simon Meyer's watercolor cover featuring all of the women companions, congrats, because that is gorgeous and I'm jealous. There was a look at both the 10th and 12th Doctor in one story. The 11th Doctor got a quite interesting story of his own. And then we also got a little sneak peek at 7 and Ace. So it was a delightful issue overall. But Chip, I think out of our free comic book day experiences, you definitely had the best one. Well, I mean, my local comic book shop, Ultimate Comics in Durham, they turned the whole place into something of a miniature convention. They had signings going on. They they had beer from Big Boss Brewery. The local animal shelter had pets. You know, they were doing fundraisers for that. It was just kind of this fairground atmosphere. And there were no shortage of costumed people wandering around, including I saw multiple TARDIS dresses and things like that. So Doctor Who is not a comics thing per se, even though Titan Comics has a great series or something like that. But comic cons and even free comic book day uh little festivals you know it's a snapshot of pop culture and doctor who was really really well represented uh going back to the comic itself rachel stott's art is just delightful i am so glad that she is coming back to draw the 13th doctor really did love that slice of the armageddon gambit written by john freeman and drawn by christopher jones the seventh doctor and ace just looked fantastic there they did. All of the artwork and all of the stories were really excellent. And I don't want to give any more away because you still have a chance to go out and get them. Check your local comic book store, see if they have anything left over. If not, I'm sure everything is going to be floating around the internet in, oh, just about five minutes here. So you will be able to go and check the stories out for yourself. I've been really satisfied with Titan's approach to the Doctor Who characters and the stories and series. There's even a very helpful, they've produced so many trade paperback collections of all their books. And because 
they do all of their series and sort of year by year, season by season kinds of approaches, it can be a little difficult to figure out where to start with their back catalog. So they've got a nice little two-page guide that shows you uh, where all of the graphic novels fit into each other and things like that. So yeah, go by your local comic book shop, see if they've got any copies of Doctor Who left and grab it. The other big news that shook the internet this week is that there's going to be a new River Song box set from Big Finish. And this box set is going to be entirely River meeting up with previous masters so and actually also masters from her future now that i think about it uh so you are going to be having jeffrey beavers Derek jacoby eric roberts from the 1990s doctor who movie what 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 wait 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 what eric roberts wait what 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 eric roberts Eric Roberts is returning as the master, I believe, for the first time. And basically, all I want from this is an entirely 90s story of River Song appearing in, like, 1990s America. I want the full scrunchies, the butterfly clips, the crop tops, the denim suits and everything. And I want the delightful banter that you have between Eric Roberts and, like, basically anybody. Because, let's face it, the banter in the ambulance scene is kind of the best moment from the Doctor who movie so like i want all of that please and before we bury the news michelle gomez also returning as the master michelle gomez and alex kingston in a big finish audio together what here's the thing that just tickles me to death about doctor who fandom and about just how doctor who gets promoted these days or whatever michelle gomez coming to big finish doing a part of the river song series being alongside all of these other masters. And what does the internet flip its lid over? Eric Roberts. That's, 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 that's hilarious to me. I, I In fairness, the internet did already know that Michelle Gomez was going to be with River Song in an upcoming Big Finish audio because Michelle Gomez accidentally revealed it at a convention. True enough. True enough. So we already had that freak out. Yeah, uh, I believe actually you you and I were at that convention where that was said. I just remember texting people going, she wasn't supposed to say that, right? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> but Eric Roberts... Coming back, and it didn't help that every story about this featured him in his Gallifreyan robes from the climax of the TV movie, but this just sounds like the campiest thing ever. I want all of the camp. Give it to me now. This is going to get really expensive for me because I haven't been keeping up with the Diary of River Song series. This will be the fifth box set for this story from Big Finish. Now I feel like I'm going to have to go back and I'm going to have to get Series 1 and Series 2 and Series 3 and Series 4 <laughs> just to catch up. But four Masters, one River Song, the Master doesn't stand a chance. I'll also make a slight pitch here for those of you who want to get more into Big Finish and don't necessarily want to be shelling out your entire monthly income to get caught up. A lot of Big Finish audios are on Spotify, so if you have a Spotify account, Go check that out. You should be able to get access to really a huge back catalog collection of Big Finish audios. So that can get you started, figure out they don't have like the brand, brand new stuff on Spotify, but they'll have enough to give you sort of a taste of what Big Finish is like and what you can look forward to. And anyone want to set up, you know, a little mail share of River Song? Gonna, gonna think about it. Anyways. <laughs> and finally... 
It actually trended in the UK briefly. There is a new time team in Doctor Who magazine that was just announced, just released in the most recent issue. The time team is a group of fans that look at classic episodes and their reactions are compiled and put together in this really, really nice overview article. Uh, It's been going on for a few years and then they took a break with the new regime over at Doctor Who magazine. Longtime writer Benjamin Cook has put together a brand new group, and this is what made the internet explode. This is a large, extraordinarily diverse group of fans, and they are young, young, young. Yep, and as you can imagine, most of the responses were very positive, but there was a small, incredibly vocal, incredibly awful group of people that just sort of made it their mission to be grumpy on the internet. Grumpy is actually too mild to be terrible on the internet to everyone who's excited about the new feature, but also specifically members of the new time team. And we wanted to talk a little bit about some of the reaction, because basically, Doctor Who fandom, we all need a come to Jesus moment about how we react to new younger voices being brought in to talk about this in some of our hallowed spaces, both in print and online. Absolutely. My back-of-the-envelope calculation was that of the negative reaction and people showing up in members of the Time Team's mentions to talk back, I thought that the proportion was 75% older male fans who seem to just not care for having their wonderful, beloved show being commented on by young people, and 25% people bringing fandom drama with them and attacking specific members of the time team. Either way, it's unacceptable. This Doctor Who magazine step, it's both great symbolically and great just on the merits, having a broader range of perspectives on these classic episodes and bringing out the voices of today's Doctor Who fandom, not yesterday's. It is very much something of the moment of today, but this time team also reflects what Doctor Who fandom has looked like for a very long time. The fandom is having more young voices come to prominence within it. It's incredibly diverse. It is not just limited to your older white male guys in Doctor Who fandom. And let's be clear about a couple of things. Saying that perhaps it's time to have new voices come in is not an attack on old white male guys. Y'all are here, your fans. That's perfectly fine. Continue to hang out and love this show. You will find that most of the younger people coming into fandom want to talk to you about what it was like to watch the show when it was premiering, to attend those conventions that we didn't have a chance to go to by virtue of the year of our birth. And we make a stronger, better, more interesting fandom when We share those experiences across generations where we can compare fandom drama from across 
all different groups of people all over the world and also talk about the things we love about this show, the things that brought us into this show. And there's such an attitude of this is my toy and no one else can have it. But also, even if I can't gatekeep enough to keep you away of questioning someone's fandom credentials. I think one of the things that annoyed me the most about the reaction online is that there were all of these older, particularly white male fans coming in to the mentions, specifically of the young women in the group. So like, let's also check your unconscious and even conscious sexism towards the young women who are a part of the time team. And telling them that they just never would be real fans because they could never understand Doctor Who by virtue of the fact they just simply weren't alive to see the classic series when it aired. They're moving the goalposts because they can't gatekeep people out anymore. They're saying, well, they're not real fans because they haven't seen Classic Who. Well, turns out they've been watching Classic Who most of their lives. And then you say, well, they're not real fans because they don't like these things the way that I do. And they're not having their voices heard on the places that I think truly matter. You know, they're saying, oh, there's these people on Tumblr, on YouTube. They're not in our hollowed institutions like Doctor Who magazine. And then you go even further to say, well, you know what? You just never will appreciate it because you weren't born and able to watch this when it was premiering in 1980, 1970, 1960. The goalposts never stop shifting. You have to just recognize that people's experiences are going to be different. And different is not bad. Different is good. We are all going to come in. We are all going to love this show. And if you just keep moving the goalposts and keep saying the only true Doctor Who fan can be someone whose experiences exactly match mine, you're going to isolate yourself in a increasingly smaller, lonely corner. And you know what? We're just going to move on without you. So you're going to harass people and their Twitter mentions, and we're just going to block and moot you and move on. You can come join the party and have fun with the rest of us, or you can isolate yourself. It's your choice. Amen. For more about the Time Team, our friends over at Radio Free Scarrow, the podcast of record, have an interview with Time Team Wrangler Benjamin Cook on this Sunday's episode. So please do check it out. And make sure to read the Time Team in the upcoming issue of Doctor Who magazine. I don't have my issue yet. I'm very excited to get it because it's going to be all third Doctor. And you know that is basically my favorite classic Doctor. So yay! So, like we said at the top, that's a short episode of This Week in Time Travel while we recharge and recuperate for the adventures ahead so thanks for listening and we will be back next week you can find our episodes at thisweekintimetravel.com we're on twitter at drwhothisweek I'm on twitter at numeral two minute time lord and Alyssa is on twitter and tumblr at Feminism. and the podcast also exists on facebook thanks to Christopher Breen for our original theme music and to David J. Lore for our original podcast logo and avatar this Week in Time Travel is part of The Incomparable, a network of podcasts full of smart, funny people who love talking about TV, movies, books, comics, games, sports, and basically any other aspect of popular culture. We'll see you next week. We're out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.